Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So beginning on the 1st of January, just days ago, a week ago, Saskatchewan, according to Premier Scott Moe, quote, uh, removed the carbon tax from home heating, making life more affordable. Saskatchewan families will no longer pay the carbon tax or the GST on the carbon tax on natural gas or electrical heating. Then the premier posted that to X or Twitter. We'll have to settle on one, I guess. So one of the questions is, might the premier and or his cabinet minister or ministers face fines or in the absolute extreme a prison sentence? That's been asked over and over. Certainly if uh, the premier of a province of this country were to be Challenged in such a manner, um, that would be a constitutional crisis like none we've ever encountered. Premier Scott Moe of Saskatchewan is with us on uh, the Roy Green Show. Premier, happy new year. Good to have you with us. Hey, Roy. It's great uh, to to be back. I hope you had a great Christmas uh, alongside all of your listeners and wishing everyone the very best in, in 2024. Thank you, Premier. So your Minister for Crown Corporations, Dustin Duncan as I understand a lawyer now, in case the federal government proceeds to court against Saskatchewan and your government, and the minister has said he's prepared to go to prison over this issue. Now, that must be the most extreme possible development. But do you have concerns? Well, I think it speaks to the the, the flaws in not only the law um, and the jurisdictional um, the jurisdictional uh, rights that the federal government uh, is, is trying to uh, move into, which are, are those of provincial jurisdiction. Um, but really, uh, I think the, the larger issue that we have here is the decision that we're making in Saskatchewan to exempt the carbon tax from uh, where we can, uh, natural gas uh, used for home heating, uh, as well as electrical uh, electricity that is used for home heating is mirroring the very same decision that the federal government made uh, when it comes to uh, heating your home with uh, home heating fuel. So what we did tried to do was to treat uh, at least Saskatchewan families equally. We asked the federal government to treat all Canadian families equally and exempt the carbon tax on all forms of home heating. Uh, the That would add propane uh, in the case of Saskatchewan. Uh, they have to date not yet done that. We would continue to reiterate that ask of the federal government is to treat, treat all Canadian families equally when it comes to exempting the carbon tax on how, however they may heat their, their home. And what we're doing is mirroring a decision in Saskatchewan that the federal government made and uh, to have the consequences uh, bantered around that uh, potentially the federal government, I suppose, uh, could, could attempt to enact are... <laughs> I just, I think, real troublesome uh, when it comes to trying to do all we can to bring a, a nation together. Yeah, wrap your head around that is very difficult. Um, you've certainly provided the federal government with ample notice of your intent, ample notice of your concern. You've spoken certainly on this program on a number of occasions about what Saskatchewan's concerns are and your responsibility as the people of your province. It gets awfully cold in Saskatchewan. And uh, economically, people are struggling across this country. So um, do, do you have any sense? Has there been any communication from Mr. Gibo or Mr. Trudeau about, you know, Premier, let's sit down, let's talk, let's you know, do a Zoom call, let's make a phone call, anything at all come from the federal government? No, and we've offered, uh, you know, all of that uh, time and time again. The minister has written to Minister Babo as uh, 
uh, who would ultimately be responsible for changing uh, the, uh, the the responsibility of remitting uh, the tax from Sask Energy to the government of Saskatchewan, which is what we have requested uh, on a couple of occasions now. Uh, officially requested, and we requested that due to a unanimous vote in the House. I think that's important as well, as this is not just the will of one political party. Um, everyone in the Saskatchewan Legislative Assembly uh, voted to change uh, the remitter from away from our Crown utility uh, uh, to the, the government of Saskatchewan um, so that we cannot remit and, and treat Saskatchewan families as fairly as, as we are able. And it would be um, qu- quite, uh, I think, equally troublesome if the federal government did not respect the unanimous vote in a provincial assembly. Uh, that, uh, again, is uh, no way for us to be bringing, building a country or bringing a country uh, together, uh, in particular in this case when the decision is just simply to mirror what the federal government has done. And so uh, a lot of troublesome points along the way um, we would reiterate the ask that uh, really makes all of this go away is expand uh, what was a very political decision that the federal government had made to capture or retain some of their uh, seats that they have in Atlantic Canada should there be an election. And that's ultimately what it was. Um, but to actually treat all Canadian families equally. And if you're going to remove the carbon tax on one form of heating, in this case, heating fuel, uh, remove it on all forms of, of home heating. Uh, heating our homes is not an option. It's not a want to have. It's a need to have. Um, and how we heat those homes is different across the country. Uh, the level of uh, need to heat our homes, I say, is 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 necessary from coast to coast to coast, um, but more necessary in some areas where it does uh, does get colder. And I think it speaks to the diversity of the country, and this is an opportunity for the federal government to treat Canadian families equally, and they have, um, although being requested to do so numerous times by our province, and I believe eight of other, out of ten other provinces, have refused to do so f- thus far. And so I would reiterate that request again today. It's not too late. I would think they're expecting you to blink. And as I understand it, Premier, the situation now is that Saskatchewan won't be required by law to deliver carbon tax monies to the Canada Revenue Agency until the end of next month. Are you going to blink, Premier? No, 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 we don't. uh, (laughs) The Saskatchewan government doesn't make a habit of blinking uh, in, in any way. Um, what we are going to do is the residents are not going to pay the carbon tax uh, on how they uh, heat their homes as long as that is uh, from natural gas or electricity, which is where we have ultimately the control with the Crown-owned or the uh, provincially-owned uh, utilities that we have. The, uh, the request that we've made from the federal government, and that request, again, I would say is is due to a law being enacted here that was voted on by all parties, the NDP and the Saskatchewan party in our legislative assembly. It was a unanimous vote. Uh, the request is to transition the responsibility to re, uh, remit the carbon tax under the Greenhouse Gas Pollution Pricing Act uh, to get into all of the legal legalities to change that from that responsibility from our Sask Energy Corporation to the government and ultimately the minister of, of our Crown Investment Corporations. The federal government needs to sign off on that, and, uh, and we've requested it uh, twice. Um, we need to do that so that the minister is able to... Uh, to stand up and say we don't listen. We're not. We're not going to remit this, um, but we certainly aren't charging it. We're going to work through some of the legalities on uh, to ensure that we can't remit it. Treat ultimately all Canadian families uh, fairly. Uh, and again, I, I think this is you know just speaks to the short sightedness of uh, some of the very political, politically charged decisions that the federal government is making. And they have a 
an opportunity, I think, to treat all Canadian families fairly. Um, thus far, they haven't taken it. Um, I'd ask them to do to do just that. It's, they're not out of time. Premier, I've read some columns by folks who occupy high floors in Toronto. You must be very impressed that they're accusing you of creating a constitutional crisis. Uh, I'm also reading emails from listeners across the country who do not occupy penthouse suites. They're on your side. Are you in violation of the Supreme Court of Canada and its 2021 decision supporting the federal government, the argument that the federal government has legislative options to set a floor for a carbon price? Are you flying in the face of the Supreme Court? The federal government uh, actually is not abiding by uh, that very uh, that very decision that the Supreme Court made. Uh, that floor was set uh, so that um, all provinces uh, would meet a, a floor benchmark. Now the federal government is changing uh, what that floor is, but only for certain areas, uh, essentially in Canada. And so what we ask, and listen, we, we agree with the federal government as far as removing the carbon tax from home heating fuel. We actually think they should go for much further and remove the whole thing altogether off of uh, at least all consumer pro- uh, uh, products, uh, gasoline and, and, and everything else that they have it on. We think it's one of the major contributors to the inflationary pressures uh, that those very families that you're speaking of uh, are feeling, uh, as well as the inflationary pressures that our, our small businesses and, and industrial communities are facing across uh, the, the, the nation as well. And so we agree with the decision. We think it should be expanded, at least uh, in the eye of being fair to all Canadians. Um, that's what the decision in 2021, the Supreme Court decision, uh, did say, is that uh, the federal government did have a right um, to uh, enact a floor uh, across the nation of Canada, uh, what they have done by this very politically charged decision is really gone against uh, at least the spirit and quite likely legally um, what that Supreme Court decision had made. And so they've, they've opened up all sorts of challenges legally uh, for for this administration that I, I I honestly think that uh, Canadians are, are are looking in a different direction as we look ahead uh, over the course of the next number of months and year and find our way uh, towards a, a federal election. They've opened up a number of challenges uh, when it comes to uh, just the very simple question as to, is our federal government actually treating Canadian families fairly? That's what the Supreme Court uh, decision uh, did say, is this is... Uh, the, the federal government does need to treat all regions and all uh, all provinces and therefore all families fairly. Uh, this decision doesn't do any of that. Now, when it's our polling numbers, uh, Mr. Trudeau's government's polling numbers were not tanking, and particularly, we'll say it again, in Atlantic Canada, that carve-out never would have happened. Uh, but it's probably a good idea that it, that it did happen, the carve-out, because now the, the country, Canadians are, you know, as the winter develops, gets colder, are going to say, look to you, I believe, look to Saskatchewan and say, why are we paying carbon tax on, on our home heating? You mentioned earlier that eight premiers have challenged, up to eight premiers have challenged the federal government. What kind of support do you have from other provincial governments, other premiers on the initiative that you've undertaken to not, to not collect the carbon tax for home heating? I think there's broad, uh, you know, broad uh, feelings of frustration, uh, not just in maybe Saskatchewan and Alberta, where traditionally uh, uh, we find ourselves at odds with the policies of uh, like the current environment minister, current energy minister, and and the prime minister himself. Um, but across across the nation, there's a great feeling uh, in Canada as uh, you know, as as we understand that 
we are a very diverse place. Um, when you look at how things are in Atlantic Canada versus Central Canada versus uh, the prairies, uh, Western and, and our Northern territories, we're a very diverse place. But that diversity is our strength. And when you see a federal government that very purposefully and methodically is treating Canadians differently uh, in one area of the country versus um, where they might live in a, in a different area of the country, I think all Canadians find that uh, very problematic. Uh, they don't find that in any way to be uh, working towards uh, building a stronger and a great nation, uh, one that I believe uh, we can have again, one that I believe we have had uh, in years gone by. We're having a little hiccup at the moment, um, but we most certainly uh, will be able to get back there uh, to some point. And I think Canadians see that as well. We live in a great nation. Um, this is not the way to uh, to keep it great or to make it great again is by specifically carving out uh, uh, certain Canadian families and treating them differently than families in other areas of the nation. Premier Mo, what I'm seeing from uh, Canadians who get in touch with me by uh, email and text, I'm seeing emails and texts saying the Trudeau government is steering us hard, dragging us into a constitutional crisis on a number of fronts, this being one of them. What do you say to that? Well, and I, I you know, I would, this would be my response to uh, the fellows that are in the, the higher levels of uh, various office buildings across this nation as well that might say that it is Saskatchewan that is bringing us uh, toward uh, th that very crisis. <laughs> so what Saskatchewan is doing is a response and is mirroring uh, the very same decision that the federal government made. And so uh, none of that uh, is the case. I think back to, uh, it was a couple of years ago, Roy, on this very show, uh, a colleague of mine, uh, the Premier of, of New Brunswick, uh, Premier Higgs, had made the comment, you know, is Canada a nation or an ocean? That's right. And, and I, I think that's so relevant uh, today when you look at the what is virtually very much a, a hypocritical decision uh, to treat Canadian families differently in one area of the country where you're trying to retain, uh, you know, ten or ten or so of your uh, of your MP seats uh, versus another area of the country like Saskatchewan where uh, you don't have any of the fourteen seats that we have and you really don't have a hope of getting one. Um, so you, you've essentially turned a, a blind ear to those Saskatchewan families. That's not how this nation works. Um, that's how maybe the notion of, the, of the, the Prime Minister has is how it should work. Um, but it's not how the nation works, and I think that will prove to be the case as we look ahead. So you mentioned that program that we uh, aired, I think it was three or four years ago, and uh, with you and Premier Higgs of New Brunswick, and the Premier did ask this. It makes you wonder if, our, if, if Ken is a nation... Or a notion. So true. Premier Mo, it's going to be, I'd like to say fascinating, but it's going to be much more uh, significant and important to all of us across the country how this situation, this um, reality between the province of Saskatchewan and Mr. Trudeau's government uh, plays itself out. Thank you so much for the time and look forward to speaking with you more in 2024. Take care, Roy. Uh, take care of your voice over the next few days and wishing you and your listeners the very best in what I think will be a, a bright year for, for our nation. It's not an ocean. It is a great nation, and uh, we're going to realize that this year. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.